Good morning from well, good afternoon for you. Good morning from Sydney. Hi. I'm good. Wow, 5 a.m. is like no joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to it. I'm used to it. We've got a new we've got a newborn as well, so she keeps us away. Oh, wow, congratulations. Thank you. Um I guess yeah, we'll just go straight into it. Thank you for um coming along and doing six minute Tuesday. And uh we're excited to have you here. And yeah, just uh that you know, that one bit of advice that you could probably pass down to actors that you've learned or that bit of advice that's been, you know, given to you that's helped you along the way. Um, it could even be a bit of a life advice, maybe, that has helped you along the way because it is a lot of rejection. You said one minute? <laughs> uh, six minutes. Well, you can go. We had um, we had somebody on, um, I think it was last week, and it was just 20 minutes, but it was 20 minutes of gold. You know, it was just like, just gold advice. Yeah, this might need to be like 45 minutes of, uh, no. <laughs> um, oh, that's tough and that's, hmm. I think there's several things, right? One of my main things is uh, to make it work. I think with anything, you need to be able to be consistent, to be capable and to be compassionate. I think those three things will make your work strong. Um, I think you hear this all the time, but you need to know why you're doing it. And it needs to be for something more than being famous because a lot of people are working actors. You recognize them. You don't know their names. They're not quite, you know, A-list celebrities, but they're doing work that's important to them and they're living very comfortable lives. I think it's important to also have something outside of acting that's important to you as well. Because if your whole life is trying to get an audition, trying to book the audition, trying to meet the casting director, trying to do all these things. And when those things don't work, that rejection that is from a business, um, that's not really personal, will only feel personal because it's all you have. So it's important to have strong you know, relationships. It's important to have hobbies. It's important to have something outside of this that fulfills you because if this never works out, this shouldn't be the end of who you are. Um, and I think ultimately it's a matter of Some of the best actors that I've met, um, and I mean like genuinely famous people, the ones that whose work I respect the most, who seem to be the happiest are people who understand that it's not like pediatric oncology, right? We're not changing the universe. We're not doing brain surgery, but it is still something that's important, something that's cathartic for people, something that's emotionally engaging, something that requires a lot of vulnerability. And in those people, when I've spoken to them and being able to have really honest one-on-one -on -one conversations, it's been a lot of humility. It's been a lot of understanding there's something bigger than this. And, and, and I mean that in like a really, um, human level. Like mm. there's more to, you know, it's not just you, the world doesn't revolve around you. And I think bringing in that kind of self-awareness and that kind of compassion, that kind of honesty, that kind of grounded nature to the work, but also to your life makes everything feel like it's another opportunity. Like it's exciting. And of course you don't want to be so excited that you're working for free, that you're working in inappropriate conditions, that you're not getting paid the way you're supposed to, that you're devaluing yourself, but working in a way that your integrity isn't compromised working in a way where you're going to work and people are happy to see you and you're happy to be there. Um, and it's always important to advocate for yourself, but really making sure that the space that you're taking up, it's 
with purpose, with intention and with an atmosphere of gratitude and being like a decent human being. I mean, as much as being talented can get you far, people wanting to be around you will, sometimes will get you further. This whole industry is about networking, about who you know, about getting an opportunity and then being ready for the opportunity, or at least being able to make it look like you are and working on the fly. But sometimes a lot of those opportunities can fizzle away or never be extended because as good as you are, if you're not a big enough name, people won't want to deal with the BS. So mm. I think it's important to be a good person. <laughs> yeah. Important to be capable and then important to to have perspective because, you know, it's 15 years to be an overnight success. So there's no moving to LA or New York or Atlanta or London or, you know, there's no going somewhere else and it's gonna happen like this because for every person that you know their name and their household name now, they've been they've been on your TV for probably 15 years because they came out of absolutely nowhere, which is not very, um, it's not a very common occurrence. Yeah. And you mentioned something at the beginning <clears throat> which has come up before a few times, having something outside of acting. A lot of people have said that. Um, and I have noticed that as well um, by doing photography and things. But do you think um, do you think it's writing and stuff as well is outside acting? Or do you mean like something completely like just crazy like uh, golf or? Whatever is fulfilling because if it is writing, that's awesome. But that is something too, that can be monetized. It can be, so it's like, if you really like going on hikes, yeah. that might one day like, you know, help your career to keep you agile. It might help you do a movie about going on hikes, but also like being outside is important. Experience, mm. like, experiencing like the sun and being in nature is, is healing. So it's like that kind of stuff. I mean, I like doing puzzles, <laughs> but I also <laughs> produce my own content. So it's like, right. I think there's a way to, be control the controllable things. And if it's creating your own content and writing or producing or directing or doing photography, like those kinds of things, it's still artistic fulfillment. But like I have coloring books. My sister got me a, a Bob Ross coloring book for my birthday. And I like, you know, we'll sit and listen to like podcasts and like, it's and just color. Cause sometimes you just need the simplest things. It's, sometimes it's cooking. Sometimes it's dancing around my, you know, my living room or listening to like audiobooks, like just things that bring you joy because a lot of people don't realize that they don't have anything that does that. And it can't just be accomplishment because you won't always be accomplishing something. Yeah. And, and you said that it takes 15 years to be an overnight success. So having something outside of acting is like coloring books is going to help you for all of them knows all of them rejections. Right. Because I think there's something else that that gives you peace. Sometimes I've had to turn down auditions for random reasons and then been like, okay, thank God I didn't have to do that audition because I'm not going to get to go to the movies otherwise. Like you still need to have a life because this isn't guaranteed, right? So if you decide in 20 years that you don't want to do this anymore and you decided not to have kids until you're famous, then it's like, well, no, it might be too late. Or mm -hmm. you know, that, that there's so much you can do that's, that you can do in tandem that will only strengthen your art. And I think also something to keep in mind that I should have added to the beginning is that it's a business. I think so many of us come into it and wanting to work through our own angst, 
um, by doing the Shakespeare and taking the Meisner and studying the, you know, the Stanislavski and like doing these things, or you get into photography because of the magic of light. And it's like, well, but also like someone's paying for this and they're expecting a product. And there's, I think we often find too much, not too much, but there's a imbalance and being able to acknowledge the art and being able to produce it, but also understanding that someone's writing checks and someone is needing to hire, you know, all these people and there's a business aspect to it that is not personal, that's not artistic, that is purely functional. And sometimes decisions get made that have nothing to do with your ability, have nothing to do with your looks, not have nothing to do with you at all, but it's just a matter of producing content. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. It's so true. Separating the Meisner from the business. That's a tough one. <laughs> it is because I think you spend so much time studying and, uh, well, I mean, it depends, right? Some people come into it for various things, but I think you spend so much time working on the craft that you don't know how to sell it. You can be an amazing, um, I can't think of the name of people who like throw pots. I know you'll like put it like right there or something, but like the people who like create, you know, on a, on the spinny thing also feel free to put that word there, <laughs> but who make mugs, who make vases, who make like pottery. Um, and I forgot where I was going with that. So it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I get. It. No, that is that, that is good advice. Um I remember what I was going to say now is that being able to make the thing is great, but if you can't get it to the market to sell it, if you can't get anybody to use it, then that has its own merit, but if the objective is to do this work and have people see it and be changed by it, then someone has to be in charge of the business part where like there's a poster there's a distribution plan. Right. Yeah. And that's something that you don't realize when you're just breaking into acting the business side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. To just be able to pivot in that way, because when you're an actor, what you're selling is yourself. So you need to be able to do that without feeling like you're compromising something. Mm. Um, and that can be really complicated and that can be hard, especially if you don't have a team that is working with your best interest in mind, which is often not the case because every, most people function with their own best interest. So watching out for yourself and having people who are watching out for you is 100% um, a game changer. And when you say that, do you mean your managers? Right. Your uh, managers, I mean, even just friends and family. Okay. I mean, people who are going to hold you accountable and make sure you're holding yourself accountable. I think you see a lot of people fall into destructive uh, habits, do work that isn't compatible with their character because there are people around them just saying yes. Um, and sometimes you need somebody to be like, mm, what you doing? What you, yeah. what is that? That choice that you're making. And you're like, oh, you know what? You're right. This is weird. This is not me. Or this is compromising in some way. Totally, totally. I totally get that. You need somebody to pull you back in line, back in check. I think that it's just healthy as a human being. It doesn't matter if you're a doctor, if you're an actor, if you're a preschool teacher. Like you need yeah. people in your life who are going to be honest with you. Great. Thank you so much for doing this. Absolutely. Thank you for having the, me. I the, so much, helpful. so much advice. Yeah, definitely. So much advice. Um, thank you so, so much. much. Yeah, my pleasure.